situation. We have several leaders fasting and praying and worshiping God, and they have unquestionably gotten God's attention. I don't know about you, but I want to pray some earth-shaking prayers that get God's attention. Amen? So if you have your Bibles, uh, Acts chapter 13, and I'm going to begin at verse 1. Acts chapter 13, beginning at verse 1. It says, Now in the church at Antioch there were prophets and teachers, Barnabas, Simeon called Niger, Lucius of Cyrene, Manaen, who had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch, and Saul. Now, for y'all that may are wondering, this is the Saul who later becomes Paul. His name was changed to Paul. So while they were worshiping, this is verse 2, the Lord and fasting, and I want you to hear this, the Holy Spirit said, Set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. So after they had fasted and prayed, they placed their hands on them and sent them off. Now, the uniqueness of this prayer is that we don't know what they prayed. Do you know that? Did you notice We don't have any clue what these guys prayed. All we know is that what they prayed, it got God's attention. Do you hear me? They prayed a powerful, magnificent prayer. And all we know is that they fasted and they prayed, and the Holy Spirit spoke to them, and then they laid hands on Barnabas and Saul, and they sent them off on an adventure that would change the world forever. Do you hear me? So we don't know what they prayed, but they got God's attention, and I want to pray like that, amen? I want to pray prayers that get God's attention. When I go to the throne room, I want God to hear me, and I want God to respond to me, amen? Now you're saying, well, that's awfully demanding. No, we have the same authority that has been given to Jesus Christ that's been given to us. Do you hear me, amen? We have that same authority. And so what do we know? So let's look at the things that we do know. Number one, they fasted and prayed. People fasted for several different reasons. You can look all throughout scriptures, you can see that they fasted. They fasted when they were grieving over over the death of a loved one. The people fasted when they were uh, repenting of their sin or the sin of their nation. People often fasted when they sought protection from forces they couldn't contend with, like Esther the only, the, uh, only, uh, um, the only thing about God that uh, is mentioned in the, in the Bible from es- Esther is that we know that Esther fasted before she went before the king. But if you look at the scriptures, most often people fasted when they were seeking insight. They wanted direction for something. You hear me? And Antioch was a relatively new congregation but it had experienced enormous growth. And when the leaders at Jerusalem heard of this situation, they sent Barnabas and Paul to the the church to teach these new converts about Christianity. And for a whole year, Paul and Barnabas taught a great number of people. And they were so successful that they made a name for the church in the area. Look at Acts chapter 11, verse 26. 
And when he found him, he brought him to Antioch. So for a whole year, Barnabas and Saul met with the church and taught great numbers of people. The disciples were called Christians first at Antioch. So up to this time, Christ's followers in the early church called themselves different things. They called themselves believers, disciples, those belonging to the way. They called themselves saints. They called themselves the church. It was not until the message of Christ spread to Antioch where Jesus' followers called Christians. That was the first time. And it was probably from people outside the church. I don't know. Can you just imagine people seeing these guys going, well, them Christians, you know? It was kind of probably, possibly, we don't know this, maybe a derogatory remark, but the, the people at Antioch, the believers, they took this as a badge of honor. They were being called Christians, and they loved it. They accepted it. They received it. Why? Because they were followers of Christ, and they were showing the other people who Christ was and what Christ wanted to do in the hearts and lives of people. <clears throat> Did you know that the word Christian, it, only, it occurs only three times in the New Testament? That's kind of interesting. So Antioch... It's a growing church with powerful teachers and all kinds, of all kinds of potential. And what could they be fasting and praying about? Now, I don't know about you, but I've prayed and fasted about many things. At the beginning of each year, I have the church. Maybe you remember back in January, we fasted and we prayed for 21 days concerning our church and the upcoming new year. We don't know exactly what they were praying and fasting about, but I believe that the believers at Antioch felt uncomfortable about something. There was a stirring that was taking place. There was something that was happening in their heart and in their life, and they realized that there needed to be something, so they had a prayer meeting that night, amen? They were a dynamic church. They had marvelous leaders. They had great potential. However, I believe they were beginning to suspect there was something more. They believed that there was something bigger that they could accomplish, but they just didn't know what it was. And that brings me to the second thing we know. And I want you to understand this. I truly believe this. Number two, there was a message in tongues followed by the interpretation. Do you hear me? Well, how do you get that? Let me show you. Look at verse 2 again. While they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, do you hear that? Set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. When they fasted and prayed, they were humbling themselves to God. They were seeking spiritual insight. They were wanting wisdom concerning what God's will was for their church. So they were being open to what the Holy Spirit was wanting to do. Do you hear me? And at this moment, they were sensitive to the communication of the Holy Spirit. And when you fast, you are going without food for a limited time in order to give greater attention to spiritual matters. So I believe that the Holy Spirit probably came through a prophetic gift. Now, a message in tongues, what is that? It, it's, it's expressing oneself at the level of one's spirit under the direct influence of the Holy Spirit in a language that have not learned, that you have not learned and you do not 
No. An interpretation of tongues is a special ability to interpret what is spoken in tongues. When an interpretation is given to a congregation, it can inspire deeper worship and prayer, or it can serve a purpose similar to the gift of prophecy. The church body can then participate in and respond to this spirit-inspired revelation. Interpreted tongues can be a means of encouraging and building up the whole congregation. So I believe that part of the reason that we're not told what Antioch's leaders prayed is, number one, they had no idea what God had in mind. Do you hear me? And number two, I believe they were praying in the Spirit. Amen? They just knew that there was something else that they weren't involved with yet. There was something else that God wanted them to do. But when these leaders prayed and fasted, when they opened themselves up to being used by God any way that he desired, I believe that the glory of the Lord came down and it filled that place with the Holy Spirit and the Spirit began to speak and they knew that God had something good that was about to happen. Amen? The Spirit of God was coming down and moving and speaking to them. There was something that was big about to happen. There was something amazing that was about to happen. God was stirring. He was doing something. These people desired for God's glory to show up and do something in their church. Amen? He knew that God had something big. And number three, they laid hands on Paul and Barnabas and sent them off. Now, I don't know about you, but if you read the rest of Acts, you could probably say that the rest is history, amen? There was something different about when they prayed that day. Something that God was doing, he was stirring in that congregation. Now, I don't know about you, but I've talked to a few people, and they feel like God is stirring something in this church. Do you hear me? There's a stirring that's taking place. And I don't know about you, but I want to hear what the Spirit is speaking to us. Amen? I want to know what the Spirit is talking to us. I want to know what He wants to say to us. Therefore, we have to open up ourselves to receive from what He was happening. Think about this for just a moment. Like I said, if you read the rest of Acts, you could probably say that it was amazing what happened. It was in that prayer meeting that Paul and Barnabas were called to be missionaries. Do you hear me? It was in that prayer meeting that the world was literally turned upside down. It was in that prayer meeting that Antioch became the jumping off point for worldwide revival. It was from that prayer meeting that nearly a dozen new congregations were birthed and established all throughout Asia. It was from that prayer meeting that Paul began a ministry of writing that resulted in the composition of half of our New Testament. And it was in that prayer meeting that Antioch was established as one of the central hubs of Christianity in the ancient world. And it was all because these men humbled themselves before God to seek His will. I believe that God has something in store for us. Amen? There's something stirring. There are people hearing about our great church in Fort Smith. There are people starting to wonder what is happening here. There are people that are starting to wonder what is going on. And guess what? 
I believe that God is getting his people ready here at Cliff Terrace. It's time that we have a prayer meeting, amen? It's time that we begin to fast and pray for direction. It is time that we open ourselves up to God's will for his church. Listen to this scripture, Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. It says, Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. God wants to do some amazing things. Carl Bates, the former Southern Baptist president and pastor of several large Baptist churches, he once wrote this, There came a time in my life when I earnestly prayed, God, I want your power. Time wore on and the power did not come. One one day the burden was more than I could bear. I asked God, why haven't you answered that prayer? God seemed to whisper back this simple reply, with plans no bigger than yours, you don't need my power. I love what Mark Batterson wrote in The Circle Maker. I put it on the screen because I felt this was important this morning for you to understand. Bold prayers honor God and God honors bold prayers. God isn't offended by your biggest dreams or boldest prayers. He is offended by anything less. If your prayers aren't impossible to you, they are insulting to God. I don't know about you. I want to pray the prayer of Antioch. I want to pray a prayer that gets God's attention. I want to pray a prayer that leads us to even greater dreams than we can envision ourselves. So I have a plan. And I need everybody's help. I need everybody to be a part of this plan. Everybody. Beginning this week, I'm going to begin fasting and praying for this church. And I'm going to challenge you today to do the same thing. And here's my plan. There are two weeks between now and September 11th. September 11th is our Fall Bring a Friend Sunday. And we're planning a great Sunday for that, for you to invite a friend to come to church with you. We're going to have a photo booth. We, we want everyone to wear their favorite shirts uh, or jersey representing their team. And after service, we're going to have a tailgate party in the fellowship hall. And we'll even set up the cornhole game. We're going to have fun that day, amen? But we're planning on you inviting someone to church. But here's what I want us to do for the next two weeks. I have created a sheet with each day with except for today because we've already skipped breakfast so you can't fast today's breakfast you've already ate it but I put lunch and dinner today and I put each day all the way up through the 10th and I want you to sign up for a time if if you want to uh, fast a breakfast put a breakfast down if it's better for you to fast a dinner, put dinner down. Whatever works for you. If you say, hey, I want to do more than one, do more than one. 
If somebody's already on the date that you want to do, put your name next to them. We'll take that. But I want everybody to participate. I want everybody to get involved in this. And I'm going to hold you accountable to it. I'm going to sit there and I want to send you a text. If you don't think I have your number, put your number next to it. So that I can text you and remind you, hey, tomorrow's your day to fast. You're, you scheduled to fast on breakfast or lunch or dinner, whatever it is. And I want to be able to, and, and so you say, well, why are you doing this? Because I want us to hold each other accountable. Amen? I want us to hold each other accountable. I want us to make a commitment to this church. What do we want to see God do? Amen? What level do we want? I talked about this a few weeks ago. Moving to another level. Going to another level. What level do we want to move to? You ever heard the saying, if you always do what you always did, you always get what you always got? If we keep doing the same thing over and over again, we're going to keep getting the same results over and over again. I want us to move to another level. I want us to go to another level in our worship. I want us to go to another level in our outreach. I want us to go to another level in our responding with one another. I want us to go to another level as a church. And I believe that we can do this because God is wanting to do something in our lives. Amen? I want you to help me by fasting and praying for our church each person to to find a time if nobody wants to do lunch today I'll do lunch today but I want us to fast and pray for the church for what God there are 41 different spots for you to choose from on this list so there's plenty of places for all of us now I know normally I give you time to think about it but not today I'm, I, I challenge you to spend time praying and fasting for your church. Pray for the upcoming Bring a Friend tailgate party. Pray that God will move in our services in ways like we've never seen before. I want the presence of the Holy Spirit to be in this place every single day. I want the Holy Spirit to speak to us every Sunday. Amen? I believe we are a Pentecostal church that we should have a message in tongues and an interpretation every Sunday. And the only way that I know for us to do that is for us to draw closer to him and us to open ourselves up to receive what he wants to speak to us. Amen? I want us to be bold in our prayers. I want you to make your prayers, prayers that get God's attention. Amen? I'm passing, I'm going to pass this page around. I want you to write the time that you want. And I believe that we're going to bombard heaven with our prayers. I'm going to close with something, but I want to start this. Would you take it? And you can give it to somebody and start it. And I want to tell a story. There is a story told about a strong, broad-shouldered young man that had just started working a construction site. 
And he was obviously one of the strongest men there, and he knew it. You ever had those people that, you know, you know what I'm talking about? They're, they're strong, and they know it, and they want everybody to know that they're strong. And he wanted to make sure everyone knew it. So he began to brag that he could outlift anybody on the site. I mean, he just started talking about it. In his pride, I mean, he especially... He made fun of this particular one older man. And after a few minutes, the older man, he'd had enough. He's done. And he told the young man, why don't you put your money where your mouth is? It's the older man saying this. He goes, and he told him this. The older man said this to the young man. He said, I will bet you a week's wage that I can haul something in a wheelbarrow over to that building over there that you won't be able to wheel back. And this young man, he's just full of pride. He's, <laughs> he laughed at him. He says, you're an old man. Let's see what you got. The old man reached out, grabbed the wheelbarrow by the handles, and they turned to the young man and said, all right, get in. Now, I can't sit here and tell you that I know everything that God has in store for this church. Do you hear me? And my prayer for these next two weeks, and I want you to pray the same, is I want you to pray this. God, put something in the wheelbarrow, and then we want you to will us where you want us to go. I want God's will. I want God's direction. I want God's plan. I want His purpose. I preached... I filled in for Pastor Bill a couple Wednesdays ago. And I talked about, and I'm going to talk about this a little bit next week. I talked about John the Baptist. And the one thing that I want you to understand, one thing that he said, and he made this very clear. They were, some of his disciples were coming to him and saying, can you believe what Jesus is doing? He's going around, he's baptizing, he's doing all this. And John the Baptist made this one statement, and this is something that I believe that we need to make a part of our life. But John the Baptist said this. He said, he said, he must increase and I must decrease. Do you hear what I'm saying? It's not about what I want. It's not about what you want. It doesn't matter what what songs you want to hear. It doesn't matter about what door greeter you want at the door it doesn't matter what particular outreach you think we should do all that matters is what he wants amen Amen. and what he wants is for us to glorify him and magnify him and give him praise and glory that's what this is about it's about nothing else i must decrease myself must decrease and he must increase And that's what I want to do is I want to give him praise. I want to give him glory. And the one way that I believe that we can truly do this is for us to surrender our lives and ourselves and our motivations and everything else that we want to see happening and saying, God, I want what you want. I want what you want. I want to give you praise. I want you to receive all the glory. I want you to do your work. And I want to surrender my life to him. Amen? Amen. God, put us in a wheelbarrow and show us where you want us to go. Will us where you want us to go. We want to be who you want us to be.
Can I pray this morning? Can I pray over all of you this morning and believe that God wants to do some amazing things? Let's pray. God, we just come to you right now. Holy Spirit, we thank you for being in this place this morning. I praise you and I thank you for showing up and moving and being in this place. I thank you for us hearing and responding to your word, hearing and and responding to what you're saying to us, God. God, we want to be like that church in Antioch. God, we want to hear your voice. We want to understand your voice. God, that as we move into a time of prayer and fasting over these next two weeks, God, I pray that you would open up our hearts and our minds to be able to hear from you, to be able to understand you, to be able to know you, to be able to receive from you. Lord, I pray over every person that's in this place, God, that as they go into a time of prayer and fasting, God, as we have every meal taken care of throughout uh, this time, Lord God, I pray that we, we, that we surrender our hearts and our lives to you, that we hear your voice, that we understand your voice, that we know what you're speaking to us. And God, I pray right now, God, that you do a work, a mighty work in our life and in our hearts, God, that we make it a part of everything that you have for us, Lord. God, that we surrender our lives to you, that we surrender our hearts to you, that we hear your voice. We hear the Spirit speaking to us. Move in this place, move in this service in a mighty way. Each and every week, prepare our hearts for what you are going to do in the coming week. God, I pray that you just move in our hearts, touch our lives, minister to us. God, we give you praise, we give you glory. Can we just worship him right now, just where you're at? Just receive. I believe he wants to speak to us this morning. Just begin to receive, begin to receive what he wants to tell us today. Hallelujah, God. We just thank you, Lord. Lord, we praise you, Lord. Holy Spirit, move in this place, God. We praise you right now. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Lord God, I praise you right now, God. Oh, Lord, I praise you right now, Lord God. I praise you, Lord Jesus, Lord. Lord, I praise you right now. Lord, I worship you, Lord God. I praise you right now. Hallelujah, Lord. We praise you. Lord, we worship you, Lord God. I praise you, Lord Jesus, Lord. Lord, I praise you, Lord Jesus. God, I praise you, Lord Jesus. Lord, speak to us, Lord God. I pray. Hallelujah. God, we praise you. Lord, we worship you. Lord, we praise you, Lord God. We praise you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord God. I praise you. Oh, that he has shot up. 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 Oh, that he has shot up.
Lord God, I praise you, Lord God, I praise you, Jesus, Lord, I worship you. Hallelujah, Lord, we praise you, Lord God, we praise you, Lord Jesus. Lord, I praise you, Lord, I praise you. Oh, to Jesus I surrender all to thee I freely give. I will ever love and trust him in his presence failing. I surrender all. I surrender all. All to thee, my blessed Savior, I surrender all. And I surrender all. I surrender all. All to Thee, my blessed Savior, I surrender all. Lord, I worship you, Lord God. I praise you. Lord, I praise you, Lord Jesus. Lord God, I worship you, Lord God. I praise you. Oh, that you are shot on my side. That you are shot on my side. Oh, God, I praise you, Lord. I praise you, Lord God. I worship you, Lord Oh, we wait for you today, God. We wait for you, Lord God. Lord, speak to us, Lord God. I praise you. I praise you, Lord God. Oh, that you are shot up behind the you are shot up Lord, I praise you, Lord God. I praise you, Lord God. I praise you. Oh, that he has shot up a Sunday. Lord, I praise you, Lord Jesus. Oh, that he has shot up a Sunday. Oh, God, I praise you, Lord God. I praise you, Lord God. I praise you, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. We praise you, Lord God. Oh, we magnify your name today, God. We honor you today, God. Oh, I worship you, Lord God. I praise you. Oh, we honor you today. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Lord God. Oh, we praise you, Lord Jesus. Lord, we praise you, Lord God. I praise you, Lord God. Lord, I just pray for this, this body of believers, God. God, I pray that we surrender over to your thoughts, to your heart. God, I pray that as a church, God, that as we go forward, that we that if we've not done it in the past, that we do it today, God, that we make a declaration that we don't do anything without hearing from you. That we don't do anything, we don't respond or, or do anything or say anything without hearing from you and listening for your voice and understanding your voice. God, there are people in this body, in this congregation that you're raising up with gifts that they're going to use in a mighty way to do your work. That you're going to speak to their hearts, speak to their minds, speak to their lives. And God, they're going to be able, they're going to, be able to tell and say what you're speaking to them, Lord. 
God, that there are those that are, that are raising up right now and raising up and listening and understanding what you're speaking through them and saying. And God, that we make a new declaration, a new day, a new time, a new point from now and for it until you return. That we be who you want us to be. That each and every one of us decreases. That it not be about our thoughts or about our ways or about our plans. But it be about your plans and your ways and your thoughts. And we surrender to you. We surrender to you today. We give you praise. We give you glory. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Can we all worship him this morning right where you're at? God, we worship you. Lord, we worship you. Make your praises known. Just be verbal about your worship. God, we worship you this morning. We praise you this morning. We magnify you today, God. We give you praise and glory and honor, God. We lift up our voices. We lift up our hearts. We we lift up our eyes and our, our words to you today, God. We honor you today, God. We magnify you today. God, we give you praise and glory and honor. We love you, Lord Jesus. Lord, we praise you today, God. We praise you today. We magnify you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. We praise you. We give you glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Lord, it's good. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. I want to uh, take a moment and just remind you of a few things. Uh, First of all, I want to say that um, uh, Friday we went down to the... um, uh, Hope Campus, and uh, just want you to know if you would like to help with that in any way, whether it's providing food or serving, whatever it is, be sure to see uh, Pastor David Lawson. He's not here this morning, uh, but they're out of town, but uh, if you would like to help with this ministry, let me tell you something, it was a blessing. I got a chance to pray with a gentleman. Uh, his, his, um, his name was Dwayne, so if y'all can remember Dwayne and just he's just had a rough time and just there are things that aren't you know just you ever had one of those times where it just don't seem like your things are going your way you know what I'm talking about he's kind of just going through a rough patch right now and just things are not don't seem to be going good for him so I want to if you could lift up Dwayne uh today in your prayer time and and this week in your prayer time and just pray that God will do a work in his life uh but uh there are people that are hurting Amen. There are people that are hurting, and, and this is an opportunity for us as a church to go and to minister to those people that are hurting. This is just one way. We have other ways that we're going to be doing, and so if you, if you can help with this, uh, we'd appreciate it. Uh, thank, uh, thank, thank you to all those that helped and participated. Uh, it was a great, we had a great time. We, we fed uh, roughly between 90 and 100 people. And so um, it was, it was uh, we, we fed them chicken until they couldn't eat chicken no more. I mean, we, we had so much chicken, and, and they ate a lot of it, so it was great. Uh, but if you're planning on giving to the Kindle uh, Fires for the Indian Bible um, uh, students, uh, make a note, this money needs to be turned in by October, and we're committing to 30 of these at $100 each, and this is through Speed Delight. Um, and so if, if you are doing that, you can mark your envelope, Speed the Light, 
and we will make sure that it goes there. Also, youth is tonight at 6 o'clock. Make plans uh, to be there if, if you are youth age. And um, they have a pretty good time in there. I know my kids enjoy it, so uh, uh, make it a, a part of your plans. And then also make plans. I know I talked a lot about it this morning about the, the did our list, is it, has it gone everywhere? Our fasting and prayer list? Oh, okay, we're getting there. All right. Uh, I know I talked a lot about it this morning, uh, but I uh, want to remind you to start inviting a friend. Start uh, making plans, inviting someone to come September 11th. September 11th, um, that's, we're, we're going to do everything that we possibly can to make it as fun and inviting for anyone that participates. We're going to have a photo booth available before and after service. Um, we are going to have, uh, we want every, we're asking everybody to wear your favorite sports team. It doesn't matter if it's football, baseball, basketball. I know it's football season, but we want you, whoever your team is, some of you may not like football. You may have another team. You, you know, if it's the Razorbacks, it doesn't matter what sport it is, just wear a hog on your shirt and come, you know. Uh, and so whatever, uh, uh, whatever team that you support, wear that and come. And, uh, and then also, uh, we will have our normal service in here, and then after service, we're going to have a tailgate party in the fellowship hall. And, uh, and so that's also where the photo booth will be. We're going to do the photo booth back there so we can have more room for you to get. If you want to do a large uh, gathering of your friends and, and family, then we'll have that available back there. But we're going to eat. As everyone is invited, it's completely free. It won't cost you nothing. Right after service, we're going to go in there. We're going to eat a meal, fellowship, have a good time. Uh, make, and make sure you get your picture made. All of that will take place in two weeks. And so we're going to be praying and fasting uh, for that to take place. So looking forward to this time. It's going to be great. It's going to be wonderful. And so thank you for participating and being a part. We, uh, we have three different ways for you to give, if you would like to give. Uh, we, you can give in service at the back. Our ushers are at the back. We have an offering box that's on the wall. Uh, that is, it's, it's a secure way for you to give in our foyer. And then you can also give online as well. Um, when you give, it helps us do different things. Uh, any of these outreaches that we do, uh, any of the, uh, uh, you know, keeping the lights on in the building. And we have enough of them around here, don't we? <laughs> uh, so some of them work, some of them don't. So we're, we're working on uh, fixing that. Uh, but it takes money. And so um, I, I just want to say thank you to everybody that gives. I don't feel like I say it enough. And I, I want you to know that I, I truly appreciate your faithfulness and your giving. Uh, it blesses the church, and in, and in turn, it blesses you as well. Um, but uh, so anything that you give, I promise you, if you designate it towards something, we make sure it goes to that. 
if it's not designated, we put it in our tithe fund. And I also want you to let you know, and I don't, I don't say this enough, one thing that we do as a church, one way that we support our missionaries is we take a tithe of what you tithe. Does that make sense? So whatever your tithe is, it goes, we take that total of all the tithe that comes in, we take 10% of that right off the top, and that 10% goes into a missions fund. And that's how we support our missionaries. That's how we support uh, any, if, you, if a missionary comes and speaks, if, if a, you know, we always try to give extra, more than what just comes in in the service to help support our missionaries and the work that God is doing wherever they're going. We also, if, uh, if we are helping with Speed the Light and we want to get it up to a certain number to help, uh, to make sure we meet our goals, we do that as well. Whatever, whatever it takes to bless uh, people and to fulfill God's calling. Amen? We want to do what God wants us to do. So can we stand one last time this, this morning? I know I've given you a lot of information. <laughs> if you have any questions, you can always ask me. So let's pray. God, we just thank you for allowing us to come here today. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for your time that you've spent here with us. And Lord God, I I just pray that we always give you enough time. God, help us to be sensitive to your voice, sensitive to your moving. What you want to say and what you want to do and what you want to speak to us, help us to be sensitive to that. Help us to be open to that. And God, I just pray that you would just take this offering and that you would use it to fulfill whatever you're calling us to do, whoever you want us to minister to, to reach out to, to fulfill and do the work that you've called us to do. God, we surrender it all to you. We take this offering and we utilize it to be what you want us to be, who you want us to be, where you want us to go, what you want us to say. And God, we give you all the praise and we give you all the glory. And we ask these things in your mighty name, in Jesus' name. Amen. Y'all have a wonderful week. Uh, Don't forget, come back Wednesday night at, uh, um, um, what time do we meet? 7 o'clock. Boy, I just went blank. Uh, Also, uh, the clipboard's still going around. If you've not um, uh, done it yet, be sure to done it. It's right here in this middle section. So, uh, y'all have a wonderful week. Ushers are at the back. Huh? I hear you.